Hello and welcome to the 149th episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. Do you remember those rules you had when you were a child? Did your mother and father give you a lot of rules? I was thinking about all of the rules we had growing up. There weren't that many rules. Please repeat, there weren't that many rules. Remember the combination of there plus to be. There is, there was, there were, there weren't. Weren't there, wasn't there, will there be. Okay, remember to really dominate the structure of there plus to be. It's something we use a lot. So in my household, there weren't that many rules, but there were quite a few. I think it's normal to have rules in the household. By the way, are you familiar with the expression, it rules? It rules, man. It's slang, of course. If something rules, it means it's really awesome. It's excellent. So, some of the basic rules. Be polite. How do you spell polite? Polite. P-O-L-I-T-E. Please repeat. Let's practice our letters. P-O-L-I-T-E. P-O-L-I-T-E. Polite. What does polite mean? Polite means having good behavior or showing behavior that is respectful of other people. It's like having good manners. Our parents teach us to have good manners. Parents don't teach us to have bad manners. Parents teach us to have good manners. What does the word manners mean? Please repeat. What does the word manners mean? Manners means the way we behave towards other people. So some of these rules, for example, don't talk with your mouth full. Remember this one? Yeah, my mother and father would tell me that. Please repeat one more time. My mother and father would tell me that. Remember, we can use the word would here to indicate repetition in the past. My mother and father would tell me not to talk with my mouth full. Now, just a minute. We were, last week we were going, hey, wait a second, Drew. Stop talking with your mouth full. Oh, I forgot. It's not polite to talk with your mouth full. What about covering your mouth when you sneeze? Achoo! Did you cover your mouth? Yes, I did. I covered my mouth because my parents taught me to cover my mouth when I sneeze. It's all about having good manners. It's about being polite. By the way, are you familiar with the expression, nothing to sneeze at? Please repeat. That song is nothing to sneeze at. That book is nothing to sneeze at. Nothing to sneeze at means something that deserves serious attention or something that is not inconsequential. Hey, that's pretty good. I mean, it's not that bad. It's nothing to sneeze at. It's like you have to recognize that there is something good about it. What about wiping your feet when you come into the house? Wipe your feet. My mother would tell us this. Wipe your feet. We always had to wipe our feet when we came into the house. Or better yet, it was actually more than that. It was, take off your shoes and wash your hands. What? Really? Take off my shoes and wash my hands? Yeah, that was a rule in our house. Everything in my house was white. <laughs> All of the walls were white. And so you can imagine little kids always come in with dirty hands. And so we had to take off our shoes and we had to wash our hands. 
Now, here in Spain, I don't think that's very normal. In Spain, a lot of people don't take their shoes off when you enter the house. Uh, but in many countries, you do. It's sort of part of their culture, like in Germany, I think, or in Japan or Turkey. Anyway, so now we're talking about teaching children good manners. Of course, my parents taught me good manners. Like I said earlier, I don't think parents teach their children bad manners <laughs> intentionally. Hopefully, no parent intentionally teaches their child bad manners. What about holding the door open for somebody? Please repeat. What about holding the door open for somebody? What about, when I say what about, it's just a suggestion. It's like how about or what about. It's an idea. I'm proposing something. What about holding the door open for somebody? Now, this is a pet peeve of mine when somebody doesn't do it. Imagine you're entering a building and there is someone in front of you and they enter the building and boom, the door slams in your face because the person in front of you didn't hold the door open for you. And so this is a pet peeve of mine. Now, remember the two words here, pet, peeve. Pet, like a dog or a cat. Those are our pets, P-E-T. Peeve is spelled P-E-E-V-E. What's a pet peeve? A pet peeve is something that bothers you. A pet peeve is something that annoys you. It's something that happens frequently and it annoys you. Oh my gosh, I can't stand that. That's a pet peeve of mine. How about saying please and thank you? Of course, good manners, right? This is having good manners. You need to teach your children to say please and thank you. That's a basic, isn't it? That's a given. Remember that expression? That's a given. If something is a given, it means that it's something assumed. Well, of course you teach your kids to say please and thank you. What about putting your dirty clothes in the hamper? Yeah. Put your dirty clothes in the hamper, okay? I will, Mom. Yes, as kids, we would put our dirty clothes in the hamper. Please repeat. As kids, we would put our dirty clothes in the hamper. Let's take a look at the word hamper. How do you spell hamper? H-A-M-P-E-R. What's a hamper? A hamper is a large basket where you put your dirty clothes. It's a basket for dirty clothes. So when your clothes are dirty, before you do the laundry, before you wash your clothes, we say before you do the laundry, you put your clothes in the hamper. It's like a basket. Now, as kids, we had something that was pretty cool in our house, and I think a lot of homes still have these things. It's called a laundry chute. How do you spell chute? I think this is a difficult word to spell. Shoot is spelled C-H-U-T-E. Interestingly, we don't say chute. We say shoot as if it were spelled S-H-O-O-T. But it's not. It's spelled C-H-U-T-E. And the word is a laundry chute. What's a laundry chute? This is cool. It's a tube that runs from the upstairs all the way down to the basement. Now, as a kid, we lived in a house with three floors. And so it's just easier, instead of carrying your dirty clothes to the basement, you put them in this tube and the clothes fall down the tube all the way down to the hamper in the basement. It's just convenience. It's called a laundry chute. How about turning off the lights? This is a basic rule, isn't it? Turn off the lights. I think everybody teaches their children to turn off the lights. And one more. 
Don't put your feet on the table. Yeah, of course. Don't put your feet on the table. Yesterday, I was at a coffee shop and a guy sat down and put his feet up on the table. Please repeat. A guy sat down and put his feet up on the table. A guy sat down and put his feet up on the table. And I thought, man, that is a pet peeve of mine because we were taught as kids not to put your feet up on the table. Of course not. A table is not for your feet. An ottoman is for your feet. Or a footstool is for your feet. Yeah, please repeat. An ottoman is for your feet. <laughs> this is a tough one. Ottoman is spelled O-T-T-O-M-A-N. If it were capitalized, if it were a capital O, it would be a member of the Turkish dynasty founded by Osman I that ruled the Ottoman Empire. O-T-T-O-M-A-N. An Ottoman is like a footstool. And so that's where you put your feet. You don't put your feet on the table. We use Ottomans or footstools. Okay. Well, I'm afraid that's all the time we have for the 149th episode of Crosby's Nine. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please go back and listen to this podcast. Write down the new words, imitate me, and you will see how your English will improve very quickly. Thanks again. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.